us together, hope it's worth a try You ain't always been an angel, but heaven's on our side I got my demons too, I know just how you feel You can be real with me, that's why you're still with me Can't hide behind a carrot on a diamond ring I don't even care if you lie to me Cause there ain't much to kiss by me these days I say I do just to say I don't Don't give me no reason to go through your phone This is deeper than me, you and other women This is daddy issues oh, This is years putting up with the wrong time is So hold on, hold on, don't let me go Gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. That was a little bit of Tiana Taylor, uh, Hold On slash Issues. Um, we chose that song tonight to uh, further the Women's Appreciation Month here on the podcast that we've been rolling with. Um, so yeah, that was uh, off her album from last year, and I really enjoy that. And one of the other reasons I chose to play that song is because... She just uh, directed the video for that that just came out featuring her and Tyler, the creator, and ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg. Oh. Um, <laughs> and that's also like the fifth music video that she's directed this year. So she's really got her uh, bag in a lot of different things. She's doing the dancing. She's doing the music. She's doing the directing. So shout out to Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as always, I got my man E-Man next to me. Yeah, would be I. And then why do you want to introduce our guest for tonight? I'm sure I can get a little drum roll here. Dude, we need a soundboard so bad right now. <laughs> we got here, to my far right, we got my man Rami Haddad, videographer, photographer, producer, all-around badass. Yo, thank you guys for having us, man. <laughs> and then to my, <laughs> hell yeah, and then to my radio right, we got my boy Adventures with Vultures, a.k.a. Matt Sodder, a.k.a. Gatsby. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the single. Let's go back to back the back to normal. Um, yeah, so we uh, just dropped a single on Friday, and the response has been out of this world, kick ass. Um, we uh, recorded it with Jake. Uh, we recorded it with Jake Rye at Social Recording, and uh, he's been doing a lot of our buddies' music and just being able to make how he's been able to make their song sound. I knew he was going to be able to take my song and turn it into exactly what I was picturing it when it came to recording. So we went there, vibed with him. The song turned out badass, and I'm like, okay, if we're going to drop it, we need to drop it right. Did a bunch of promotion just in your face for the past two weeks. Hit up Rami. We just shot a video, and the video actually premieres tonight in oh, about three shit. minutes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, the song It's just been – if you haven't heard it, go check it out. If you have heard it, I hope you like it. I mean, this song means a lot to me. Well, actually, you know what? Since uh, in tradition of our podcast, we like to play music while we pour up our beers nice. and have a little sip. So nice. why don't we just give the fans what they want and okay. just play it for them? <laughs> nice. I've got it pulled up on my phone right now. So um, here's Adventures with Vultures, Back to Normal. Here's the new single.
The brand new single from Adventures hey. with Vultures sitting over with us, back hey. to normal. Go uh, stream the shit out of that uh-huh. on whatever uh, you choose to stream your music on or Fact buy it yeah. on iTunes Fact or Amazon yeah. or wherever the hell you get music mm-hmm. these days. All of them. Man, I really like that. That's, uh, I'm excited to see that video here after this uh, podcast is over, man. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, yeah. So speaking of video, video shot by Rami right here literally just dropped while we were listening to that at 530 so 
if you want to head over to YouTube, we'll tag it in some links right now while we're sitting here. Yeah, yeah, right. like we're going to we, blow you up with it. Anyways. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. You'll see it. You're definitely going to see this video. Rami, your catalog for videos are like just coming together so long, man. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate you, bro. A lot of people don't, like, a lot of, if you don't know, Rami also did the Holy Water video from you a while back. Hey, so, fire. Yeah, it turned out fire. great. <laughs> yeah, um, man, it's just been well-rounded. Like, I love having different, like, types of music on the channel. More stuff on the channel coming soon, but, bro. Oh, man. Well, before we get into the interview questions with you guys, E-Man, why don't you tell us about what you got for us to drink today? From our good friends at Sheboygan Brewing Company, we got the uh, blood orange, the honey blood orange, I should say here. Like, next to Oberon, this is probably one of my favorite, like, American wheat beers, just because it's so drinkable, and I love that, like, little, like, citrus, like, hint to it. Like, if you guys can taste that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the citrus note. It's not, like, really overpowering by any means, and it's a, just a really good, like, summertime beer. Like, with it, you know, going into, you know, the warmer seasons, or like to say right now, it's called full spring, because, you know, it's not necessarily spring yet. It's kind of getting warm, but it's probably going to snow again one more time, and then, yeah. So, so sick of that <laughs> right, shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, we call that full spring here in Michigan. Like, this is one of my beers that I like to go to uh, on a hot day. This is a nice yeah. change of pace, too, because we've had stouts for the last, like, few episodes It's in been winter, so that's the only reason, <laughs> yeah, so that's this, the only reason so we drink nice. a stout. Yeah, so really good. today, man. He had to get, he had to bring the orange beer in here today for sure exactly yeah that's for sure but anyways let's get into this man um i'm curious about when you started making music um and how that kind of process went for you um so this is going to be like the 30th time that i've told this story <laughs> but i hope they all match up um <laughs> like i said uh i started making music with my brother who's now the bass player in adventures with vultures but he started playing guitar when he was like shit i was in first or second grade so he had to be in like fifth or sixth and uh when girls would come over i'd try to show off on the drums <laughs> and he'd pick up the guitar and start singing and, and i noticed how all like the chicks were like dude my brother your brother's a stud and your brother's hot i'm like well fuck if they don't think the drummer's hot and a stud then i'm gonna switch i'm gonna switch over to fucking playing guitar and start singing and um but yeah it started young playing drums which turned into me playing like bass guitar and like hardcore bands in high school. And then most of you guys know, and if you don't know, I was making hip hop music for the past shit, eight years, nine years. And then uh, decided to switch over to a little more singer songwriter style music after a shitty breakup. And um, yeah, it just has been from open mics to headlining shows and going on tour. And yeah, it's, it's been crazy how was the tour by the way tour was kick-ass um a lot of shotgunning cheap beers <laughs> <laughs> and fucking people farting in the tour car you know but uh it was awesome and i went with you know jimmy and john who plays jimmy plays guitar who played guitar on the track and the, for the song and johnny played drums on the song too we all went with my brother and those kids i mean that's gonna be a memory that i can't you know I won't be able to take back, never replace, even if I become some big artist or not. I mean, that first tour is, was something kick-ass, man. How do you prepare for your shows? Do you get you, you nervous before you go on stage, or like what's uh, what's your little pre-show ritual like? What do you get, um, get going on? I've always been a loud mouth, like class clown asshole growing up. <laughs> so like getting in front of people and talking loud, and you know, it, I really don't get nervous for that. Um, I more get like I get like. As weird as this sounds, I get pumped for after I'm done. 
Because mm-hmm. like right when the last song's done, that means the show's done. Everyone's drunk. They had a great time. We did kick ass. It's like nice. I can go drink, have fun. It's over. But yeah, before no really pregame ritual. Smoke a couple cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You know, don't smoke. Uh, don't smoke any pot. Don't drink anything before I go on. Which you know, people are like, you don't drink before you play. I'm like, I like being as level headed as I can out there. Try to give the best show That's I can possibly good. get. And the, but afterwards, I mean, I'll get, I'll get loaded with you. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> celebratory drinks. <laughs> yeah. No. No really pregame ritual. I do have one, and I think my brother is watching right now. One of my pregame rituals is making sure my brother doesn't get totaled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's the bass player, and he's mic'd up too, because we kind of do a little onstage banter. You know, growing up like in Blank One Eighty Two, a lot of people think that me and him are like kind of like Tom and Mark were mm-hmm. when we do live shows. We yeah. just talk shit about each other and. The whole time, so it's kind of like a comedy show when you see us play live. I love that kind of shit. But when he's too buzzed up, you know, he's talking too much in the mic, and I'm like, yeah, mic signaling to the sound guy to turn that shit down. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that was gonna go right into my next question. You said Blink One Eighty Two. I was gonna ask you what uh, what influences you to make music, or what kind of music that you like to listen to, and what kind of made you want to do what you're doing. Um, I uh, growing up, it was. I remember my real youngest years was a lot of Michael Jackson and Garth Brooks. I mean, this is like young, young years. Yeah. Like four, five, six, seven was like the Garth Brooks young, you know. And then my brother kind of started getting into like the Blink-182, New Flound Glory, mm-hmm. Saves the Day, the Ataris, Dashboard Confessional. So all that like pop punk warp Tour phase came through, which I fell in love with that genre. And then from being at Warped Tour, I kind of started falling in love with like the more hardcore music, and and then once I kind of really started getting into hip hop, like I'd say like, I mean Eminem being from Detroit, you kind of always listen to Eminem. Yeah, for but sure. I don't think I really was into Eminem until like eighth grade, maybe freshman year, and then once I fell in love with hip hop, I mean that's all I listen to is hip hop, pretty yep, much. Same here. Which is nice though, because if I don't listen to artists that some people would say sound like me, mm-hmm. you know. It clears my mind when I'm writing because I'm not like, well, how would this band who's big be doing it? Right. I'm more of like listening to J. Cole and then I pick up a guitar and I'm like, this is how I'm going to do it. And I have the same thing like when I record my projects or anything, I don't listen to any hip hop right. at right. all. Like I listen to totally different stuff just to, because I want to see like, you know, I don't want to like copy this person's sound by any means. I want to do my own things. But I, at the same time, I want to hear something that kind of gets me more pumped up. Well, th- it. well then it like sways you too because like you'll record something you think's fucking awesome and then Mumford and Sons drops a kick-ass song. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. You know, yeah. I got to go back to the drawing board. So if you like avoid doing that and then drop your shit, then listen to the new Mumford, you're like, okay, kick-ass. But my songs also kick ass without having to change anything. And we also live in the age of where the internet is basically like the internet police, where like if they find any similarity in any oh, fucking shit. song, they're like, this shit's copied off that mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they like, go, uh, go like, crazy like on it. Tank and the Bangas right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, heard, you heard that story, right? Uh-uh. Tank and, so Tank and the Bangas are they're like this like folk band. Oh yeah, from, I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah I from know. uh. So guess what our new album is called? What? Green Balloon. <laughs> Oh damn! Same. Same. <laughs> you, take you take him to the people's court, Doc. No, <laughs> no I literally. I, 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 I Instagram. I'm like, yo, if your shit starts trending, all I want is a mention, and we're good. That's right, all right, I want. Right. Yeah. Or if their shit starts trending, now they're fucking searching green balloons. Yeah, it'll automatically come up right yeah, there. Fucking yeah, <laughs> which is sweet. I'm gonna, I might even fucking change my record to whatever Mumford and Sons' new record's called. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> People man. Google That's it. That's what Soldier Boy used to do. Yeah, he yeah. would label his shit like. 
50 Cent songs and stuff, so people would search that, mm-hmm. and then it would pop up to be, be the fucking Soldier Boy song and not 50 Cent song. Right, That's I how we got people to come to his shit. When so. Rami when uploaded uh, the song to YouTube today, I was about to make him put Lumineers back to normal. That's awesome, dude. Can't do it. Just to get it going there for a couple right. you know, minutes. So I know you... T- I know you completely tatted up pretty much like right here, right um, here. Like, what is your favorite tattoo that you uh, that you have? Oh shit. Um, I got a, I have a cool mom and like a heart, like an old school Sailor Jerry, like a traditional like, looking yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. Mom, it's a little. I'm ashy. It's wintertime. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got a mom there. I think it's cool. I got my grandma's name on my wrist, which is cool because uh, my grandpa had the same tattoo, same font. And the guy who tattooed my grandpa also tattooed me. Oh, that's awesome. So that's kind of a cool tattoo, but um, it's it's funny. Somebody asked me the other day, they're like, how many tattoos do you have? And once you get like a sleeve going, you're yeah. just like one. Yep, exactly. It's like <laughs> I have one know. giant tattoo. It's <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I'd say my, the little mom. It's the only one with color on it, too, so. You know, it just dawned on me as we were sitting here that I actually have seen you guys perform live before. Oh, shit. I just forgot the fact that you, uh, one of the first times you and I hung, started hanging out together, you took me to see them at Blind Pig, didn't you? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I do. It and was then, that, actually. Yeah. And then we saw yeah. Chirp afterwards later at some bar down the street, yep. I believe. Yeah. I remember that. Was that, was, yeah. was that like last January? We did like a headliner? Yeah, I, think it wasn't, was, I think yeah. it was in January. Uh, yeah, we, put, we put a kick on kick Yeah, dude, that was a great show. show. I forgot. There was someone else playing with them, too. There was somebody there was else someone I before them. Before. Uh, I had Honey, Honey Monsoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I mean, I fuck with Honey Monsoon huge. Yeah, they're awesome. Which I know you guys also do, and... Yeah, they were on the bill. My buddies from Brother Elsie were on the bill. Yep, them too. Yep. Who, formerly Fifth and Main, and I was playing with them when they were Fifth and Main. And yeah, they're cool to play. Uh, there was somebody else on the bill. I saw them in Chicago I, last year. Who? Uh, Brother Elsie. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I was just happened to be in Chicago. I think uh, Dalton hits me up and goes like, "Hey, man, I see you in Chicago. Want to come to the show?" I'm like, "Sure, all right." That's <laughs> that's marketing at its finest. Dalton, good job getting people to go to the shows. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that stood out to me live, I remember now that I'm thinking about it, is how well and, and listening to the songs. And I listened to another one that I really liked. I think it was called uh, "Okay Guy." Okay. Yeah, that was okay. Great, I like that song <laughs> a lot. Um, but your gritty, like that gritty voice, that gravelly voice that you have, dude. Oh my god, I fucking love that shit. It's like <laughs> you don't hear that enough in the style of music you're playing. Right, right, right. Um, and that's something that stands out to me is like a um, a vocal that you you hear it on the radio or I, when someone puts on the song and you know immediately, oh, that's Adventures with Vultures. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm, it's that signature mm-hmm, sound that you mm-hmm. have that I think is super important and awesome. So just wanted to let you know about Dude, that. Dude, I appreciate it. Like, like I tell everybody, I'm by far not even close to like me because I, I know a bunch of, like I said, I went to Dime. I graduated from Dime. And so I know kick-ass singers and I know what kick-ass singers sound like. So being at school with them, you know, it's like, fuck, these guys are real good singers. I'm like, but, you hear an Adventures with Vulture song, you, you know. Mm-hmm. You're going to know it's an Adventures with Vulture song. I'm going to be growling and swearing and whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell, hell I do. When I, when I record, too, it's not even like a singer would. I'm in there, one headphone on, you know, taking shots and like almost like a rapper would in the mm-hmm. studio. Right. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, whatever it sounds like, people, I guess, dig a little bit. And we're going to keep riding that train up. I was curious too, because because um, you guys will be having an album coming out soon. Um, when in your writing process, do you keep do you just write as it comes to you, or do you like to keep like one general theme in mind when you're writing an album, or like how how do you kind of go about? You mean writing for like the albums? whole project? Yeah, for the whole project. Because some I, I like albums that have like a sometimes I like an album that has just a clear cut concept mm-hmm. that rolls through the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, no. 
and yes, mm-hmm. um, because I could say yes that every album I'll ever do, the concept will be drinking, smoking, partying, and women. So yeah. <laughs> everything's gonna be a concept. Every every album's gonna be a concept album. So, uh, but no, yeah, I just kind of I grab a guitar and we'll just start fiddling around with some notes that I think sounds cool, and it'll be like a humming that'll the humming will turn into like or like a melody will turn into like humming and then those humming words might all, I'll, make, I'll be like that sounds like i'm humming the or that sounds like i'm humming mm-hmm. and and it's i don't really try to focus on the lyrics as much as i'll put it this way all the years i was making hip-hop music you right. write hip-hop music you also do um where you're writing like 16s non-stop Mm-hmm. You know, getting lyrical and honing your craft and writing 16s. That's a lot of words for a verse. So in this music, it's kind of like I can be way off that. Mm-hmm. And just almost the words don't even matter as much as like the rhythmic pattern does. And, I agree. You know, kind of thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes a cool line will pop out, which just same thing in hip hop. Yeah, It'll be like yeah. a sick line and you're like, damn, that's awesome. So I don't really hunt the sick lines down, but like... When they come through, they come through, and once you add a band to any any song you write with an acoustic and sing to, if it sounds decent, just you and the acoustic. When the, once the band gets in, it's just going to sound that much more kick ass. So I agree, man. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's important. Um, I think it's better to have the to write the music first and then write the lyrics to the music. Not mm-hmm. write. Li- you got to write to the beat. You can't just write because yep. I think a lot of the times I mean, sometimes when, when rappers get like that, sometimes, but, yeah. but I think rappers get in this thing sometimes, especially with new ones. I've noticed where you can tell if they've pre-written the song before the music because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit. It doesn't. Sometimes they're off beat mm-hmm. or they're they're just out of pocket. And you can just kind of tell. I, I've noticed that with uh, what's that blue face? I've seen that. I've noticed that with him a couple times on some of his songs. Trash. Um, well, yeah, it's just oh, that's not, yeah. blue face is a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, but, um, uh, at Dime though, one of my teachers told me something cool about Nicki Minaj is when she's writing, um, she usually goes with the first thing she writes. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ever go back. She says she's like, I can knock, a, I'll knock a sixteen out for you, in. 10 minutes and recorded that day she's like because the energy was right there that's what i wanted to say i was vibing it then my delivery and what i'm going to give you emotionally as an artist is going to make it sound Mm -hmm. sweeter so she's like i don't even really focus on the writing as much as it just letting it happen right you know and i know being around nick over here like uh I've I've seen it a lot of the times, like because I'm no musician myself, but I'll like sit in with Nick and he'll like invite me over here and be like, dude, just come uh, like sit in while I'm writing music. And it usually starts off with him writing like the melody or the he'll put a guitar part down and then he'll just be like humming shit and then like the lyrics will just start to come to him, you know, mm-hmm. like just little hums here and there and shit. Right, right, right. And right. then like if he has a theme in mind, we'll kind of like try to play into yep, that. And of shit. course, of course. Yeah, I even wrote one with him the other day and it was so much fucking fun. I'm like, Absolutely. damn, this is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> well. No, I haven't, man. Is it awesome? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait. What's, and that shit you've been working out with Omar is phenomenal, too. I can't wait to hear that. What's super cool, too, is um, I'm sure he does as a singer-songwriter, too, is I'll, like, write cool phrases or, like, movie titles or, like, weird sayings you'll see and kind of, like, use that as, like, have the song title first. So I'm not really thinking about lyrics, but I'm thinking about, okay, I got the song title. I want it to be called Back to Normal. Maybe I should have everything ass backwards mm-hmm. you know until the end you know it's kind of like how back to normal kind of came about i love that too but um yeah i feel like you know you start thinking about it too much it kind of like you're kind of turning it into like even though like i do take it seriously like it's a job but you're turning it into like something you're gonna start hating like a job for sure if you, right. like go into it 
like i need to write a song it's like dude i'm gonna smoke a doobie i'm gonna take a couple shots i'm gonna finger pick with the guitar but come up with a cool melody suite and what really cool happens like organically is some songs in which turn out to be the most kick-ass songs i think you'll start picking you'll start humming next thing you know the verse is done the pre-chorus is done the hook's done you need one more the song's done you're like mm -hmm. i just wrote a whole song while i've been sitting on the couch yep <laughs> and because you know, you're not thinking about it you're just relaxing you got tv on mute and yeah so that's kind of how the process so, goes tv on mute tv on mute tv with, on mute with, with the closed Watching captions man a little mac miller reference watching movies with the sound off yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so with do you have a release date for or do you have the new album done yet or is what's uh, what's so, that all about so what we think we're gonna do is uh just based off the model we keep seeing with like even like top 40 artists right now mm -hmm. is we're gonna try to give the fans for the next year i want to try to release a song every two to three months that's great so just do you know back to normal we're going to record right after our show the 13th we go back in the studio the 15th we're going to record another single have that out so like almost every two to three months come out with a single 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 mm -hmm. well then eventually when we got like five or six of them we might end up going into the studio recording like five brand new ones or four brand new ones and then putting that on a full record yeah you know doing it like that so now you got a glimpse of at least five songs on the record and it just release it all on streaming platforms or whatever but then maybe even like print vinyl because i know vinyl's kick ass yeah, vinyl's coming back man and you can sell them and people want like a piece of like standard this is your vinyl cds you can print cds to your blue in the face you you might as well pass them out like business cards yeah which right we do. true you know i mean if you're like dude i have a cd for 10 bucks i'm like bro i don't even have a fucking cd player <laughs> you know and i like that model too because that seems to um make the most sense and fit in with today's streaming services is like you see a lot of eps now you know what i mean a lot of people are putting out two mm -hmm. three songs at a time yep. and then releasing them more often than waiting like uh putting out an album and then waiting two years and then putting out another album waiting two years you know people people are so like in high demand for content you know like what? your album like people drop an album you spend fucking however long working on this shit it lives for a week mm -hmm. and then the next batch of shit is out yep. you know and like it's like your shit's already like unless it's like one of the projects that is like like a kendrick lamar dam where you're just mm -hmm. wanting to listen to this shit on repeat and repeat and repeat but like people's shit goes by the wayside so quick now i mean it's kind of sad because i am from the era of listening to albums right. and loving the shit out of them like mm -hmm. buying a cd and like it's your seventeen bucks, you ten to seventeen bucks you spent on that. You're gonna listen to it till it's scratched and shit, and <laughs> can't even fucking listen anymore. But yeah, I know that is that's that's the times that we're living in, man. Streaming is a uh, interesting platform. Well, the way I look at it too is, as an artist who's funding his music by himself now, I'm now independent, and you know, if I went to the studio and paid eight grand for a whole project right now and wrote it would have released it on friday the same time i dropped the single people would have listened to it and then been fucking bored with it in a week and a half where now if i go to the studio still pay for the eight songs but re release them i'm still right. paying the same money but i'm getting your attention now for a whole year and a half kind of like a like a planned rollout type deal right yeah where it's like now you're going to be like more interested and i'm not spending eight grand for a project you listen to for two weeks and you're done with right, now right. you get a single you listen to it for two weeks if you're done with it cool i'm gonna hit you with another one and then when you're done with that cool you're gonna there's gonna be another one and then eventually you're gonna be like damn i really fuck with this dude i'm gonna start listening to all of them mm -hmm. and do it that way yep 
Or even like the, uh, I think the artist Her, who won a Grammy uh, just recently, she dropped like, I think a series of like three EPs like spread out within like the year or whatever. And then at the end of the year, just combined them into one album, you know what I mean? So you got little bits here and there. So it kept fans like wanting and waiting for the next thing. And then even more recently, which I got super fucking excited about because I almost forgot about mixtapes. It's almost been like so long. Cause I love mixtapes. Mix I love mixtapes. <laughs> and Crooked Eye from Slaughterhouse yeah. decided to start dropping the weekly mixtapes again where yeah. he's putting out like seven, eight songs every fucking week. You saw he mentioned us on Instagram? Oh, boy. Ooh. Crooked Eye. Did he? Yeah, yeah I, I put a tweet out to him. Uh, talk. I said that... Uh, I was listening to his weekly tape at my job, and I said I let out an audible woo at my desk at work, and he screen-grabbed that tweet and posted it to his Instagram account. Fuck. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so if I can find that real quick, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was fun pretty fact, sweet. Royce of 5'9 is my favorite MC of all time. Royce broke, recorded a lot of music here. Which I've heard. And like <laughs> yeah. that's funny, because we were just talking about how I've never been here, and I'm excited I've been here. I was at Herman's drinking, and, and like... It was like Royce had posted something that he was like in Plymouth or something, like mm -hmm. the day I was. I'm like, wherever the fuck this studio is, I'm about to walk over there and go <laughs> <Yeah>. see him. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it's like uh, nice. Royce, I think Toby, uh, the engineer that helps us set shit up and that does, he's one of the main engineers here. He uh, did a, a, he's worked with Royce a few times. He helped him do the last album, Book of Ryan, oh. and uh, a couple before that too. But I think like. I think in between recording Book of Ryan is when he opened up that Heaven Studios in Detroit. Yeah. So now Royce is over there. But and then Johnny yeah, Toby Moore, knows him Johnny well. Johnny Morris is his cousin. He was yeah, on the, Johnny he was, was on our podcast, his yeah. cousin. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I want to nice. be able to I want, I want to try to reach out to Kid Vicious. You know, I'm going to put it out in the existence right now. We're getting Kid Vicious on this goddamn Hell podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> dope. Yeah, that's Alien gang. Yeah. And we got uh we got Nick Speed coming up too, which Next is pretty month. awesome. April twenty ninth at we the got Foundation Nick Speed, Hotel. The Foundation Hotel so we downtown. Won't, yeah, so we won't be in the studio, unfortunately. We'll be but we'll be downtown, like at their studio. So that yeah, if you guys are in the area, come by passing out. Yep. Well uh moving, drink. moving along, we uh are gonna run our normal segment on here, which is something old, something new. And we got the same something new, I already know it. Do we? I don't think yeah, we do. Yes, we Let's do. See. Yes, we do. What? Oh, oh yeah. Puppy? yeah, for sure. For it puppy? It's worth both of us talking about. <laughs> Snarky Puppy, one of the greatest fucking bands in the planet. Bro, Culture Vulture, I love that album. I think I still like it more than the new one. Yeah. But I still love like I still love this. I still love that album. This one is like, it's, it's way more so jazzy, I feel like. I think this one is amazing because it is super uh, on the heavy side of things. It's called Immigrants, by the way. Um, and Snarky Puppy's got a lot of fucking heavy guitar work on this one, and a lot of world music, in my opinion. Like you can, it, you can definitely uh, hear the theme of it because it's it's taking different bits and snippets from all different sounds and genres and blending it into this beautiful big band jazz album. That's fucking, I mean, that, unbelievable. It's kind of more like, like a fusion my, like, album, you know? Because, you know, my, my job right now involves me, like, driving around, like, mm -hmm. different locations and stuff like that. I literally throw the whole album on, and I just, like, just vibe to it. It's so good, it's cool man. that it's just no, like, I love Snarky Puppy just because it's just cruising music. There's no lyrics. It's just all instrumentals just, like, just yep. going. I agree. Bickley's Strictness, I think, is my favorite track, personally. Dude, that's like, so yeah. great. Yeah. And I, it took me, like, a couple days just to listen to it because there were so many tracks that I had to restart. I'm like, damn, this shit is so yeah, no. crazy, bro. I got to bone like, this the, one back. The, the instrumentation on that album <laughs> it's is unbelievable ridiculous and i gotta say i've been uh one time jd his girlfriend danielle who made our beautiful beats and brews sign up there um we went and saw them at hill auditorium and ann arbor's or on u of m's campus which is like ranked one of the most acoustically sound venues in the country and it was like fucking beautiful it's not like your typical concert either like it's where everyone's sitting you know like you clap in between songs but people aren't like 
it's kind of more formal and shit. Nice. But it was one of the dopest concerts I've ever seen. I mean, they had like nine guys on stage. Um, and they would just kind of take their turns soloing. So they would start out a song together, right? And then the fucking band would walk off. The horn section would stay, and they'd wail for like 10 minutes. Then the horn section would walk off. The drummers would come on, and they'd start fucking going. And they would just take turns with all these like solos and shit. And it was, it was unbelievable, man. It was one of the dopest concerts I've ever seen. And I've been to thousands of concerts. <laughs> so, I forgot yeah, who they had. Forgot, yeah, because they were playing at the Ark, right? Uh, I know they were at the Ark at one point. Yeah, they played. A, you Arbor. know, they've even played like they had like a rapper. A lot of them, them have, are, cool a, a lot of them come from here or have gone to school here. I know, like uh, some of the guys in the horn section went to MSU. Um, and I know back in the day, like uh, Stevie T and Sabs and all of them were at a house party in Ann Arbor, and Snarky Puppy played the house party, That's and they said cool. it was the craziest fucking thing they've ever <laughs> seen because the house was jam packed when they started to the point where it was like there was people like outside the house just like circling the house trying to listen from outside and shit so it got pretty wild up in there i gave you a heads up on something or something new i know rami i know i didn't give you a heads up because i didn't even know you're gonna be here it's okay surprise all right so uh do you have your uh new album you've been listening to so it's not really a new album because it's not out yet but I don't know if you've been following up what Yellow has been fucking doing. Oh my god! Trunk music. So oh Trunk music god. three is like coming like oh real man. fucking soon. He's just been like doing these like little teasing like freestyle. We like, played it on the podcast yeah, last videos. week. Last week. That's all I've been listening to. That little fucking that little G Easy diss. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm watching Vanilla Ice or Vanilla Sky. That was great. Oh, this is Tom Cruise looking motherfucker. Dude, I mean. And then he goes at Post Malone, too. He's like, oh, he didn't even rap, but I'm going to fucking say it anyways. Fuck Post Malone. Listen, so. I've, been, I've been fucking with Yellow Wolf for a long fucking time. Since, like, Me Trunk too. Music. And, like, before he was on Shady, he was, like, this, like, wigger from, like, Alabama, you know. And, and now, all of a sudden, he's, like, this, like, cowboy Nashville rock and roll you want bars and you want to get made fun of, you know, that's that's what Yellow is doing right now. And I fucking, as a fan of hip-hop, I'm all about that shit right now. Yeah, I love it. I like the return of, like, uh, rapping-ass Yellow Wolf because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I like... I liked the direction too on the last one, but this is my favorite. When Yellow Wolf is just barring people to death, that's my favorite shit. Well, um, he was going through like, do I want to be a country singer right. thing, which I. That American You song is fucking yep. it is awesome. Good. That is a good song. I don't care what who sang it, or it could be any art. I mean, that's a good fucking song. Right. But yeah, I like my Yellow Wolf with a side of drunk and a side of yep. fucking yep. pissed off and a side of... <laughs> that, know, that whiskey made me want to go back to mean, AA, though. <laughs> mean, mean, dirty South beats and just letting them rip. And when he... Uh, I remember when they first signed Yellow Wolf and Slaughterhouse to Shady Records... They did a show in Royal Oak that I went to. I went to oh, that. Nice. Did you go to that yeah. too? And the Eminem and came at the end. Yeah. On the encore. I went to that, I went to that crazy. show. But uh, we actually held Yellow Wolf up because he stage dove, and we were fucking sitting there holding Yellow Wolf up. And that dude, for his, someone that raps as fast as he does, he sounds crystal fucking clear on the microphone. No backing tracks. He was I, amazing. I, I just saw him recently at the Fillmore. Nice. How was that? Was, was the one where he was like walking up in the balcony? Like, dude, he shit? was like fucking in the mosh pit, like fighting people. He was going nuts. Me. But like he came out and it was like his DJ guitar player and it was just like in your face and he word for word said everything. I heard what he was saying. I mean I do know all his, a lot of his lyrics, but like could like his like the way he was pronouncing thing, I mean he wasn't like tired. He you can tell he's a seasoned vet and a fucking pro and 
Do you want to get the smoke from Yellow Wolf right now? These past two weeks are not the time to fucking do it. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, what did you have for something old this week, Amen? We kind of did it in, all, in the wrong order again. <laughs> Ronnie, did you have anything, something new? Oh, yeah, something new down there? Ooh. The new album you've been messing all right, with? All right, low key. The new T Pain album is yes. through the roof. One up. That's what yes. we've been hearing. That's what he hey, told me. The new T Pain yes. album, so I'm all over that. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that album got a lot of fire, good tracks bro. on there. Someone said the first track on it is like their like someone. I think Shay hit me and was like, "That might be my new favorite T Pain song or something." It was like the, I forget the name of it, but track one on there or something. I need. I still one need up, to get around to listening to that. That yeah. might be what I do tonight. Yeah, Russ is on there too. Shout out to Russ. Like, dude, that guy's workflow is like. Mm-hmm. He made fifteen million dollars last year. He was on the Forbes list because yeah. he did. A, he does all yep. his shit independently. I didn't even know he had a following like that. It's fucking crazy. Good for him. But um, something old this week, fitting in the theme of celebrating women this month and then also gritty, gravelly, powerhouse fucking vocals like yourself, I went with 2012's Alabama Shakes album, Boys and Girls. Um, nice. Brittany Howard, I think, is one of the fucking mm-hmm. dopest singers mm-hmm. i've ever heard uh-huh, in my life uh-huh. she can just absolutely wail that album is so good I, I saw them uh at bonnaroo in like 2010 and that was like my introduction to them actually you know what's funny it was all in a row on the same stage it was alabama shakes followed by yellow wolf followed by um danny brown followed by kendrick lamar all a hell of a lineup it was one of the best days of my life a hell of a lineup that shit was great but she is so unbelievably talented i posted a little clip of her uh Doing uh, Dunes live on uh, title earlier on my Instagram. That that chick is amazing, um, and she's badass at guitar too. So with the, with the SG with like six pickups on her. <laughs> yeah, the fuck dude, she does. that turquoise shit. And then like great. wears a dress on stage. Yep, that yeah, chick she's is amazing. Badass man, and her and something about that band too. She just steals the show. Uh huh. But if you ever see her bass player groove, he's awesome, dude. That dude is groovy. Yeah, he is. W- nerdy, <laughs> nerdy, dirty, and groovy. Dude. Yeah, you're right. That, like you would not think those two chill, or that guy's like a famous. Like he's probably making good fucking money. Oh, he's I'm in sure. Alabama Shakes. Oh yeah. And he was like one of the originals that's been in it, like the band with her since like high school. Yep. And so you know he's making decent money, and he's still out here looking like a broke, starving motherfucking. He looks artist. like he's straight out of the '60s too. And he's <laughs> groovy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I enjoy that shit. What you got for us, E man? Let's go back to 2011. I'm, I'm gonna right. go Kendrick Lamar Section 80. Oh shit, nice, dude. I, how much? I, that was a much of a throwback album for me. Like even though it was still kind of recent, like uh, what was that? The what was the one with him and Schoolboy Q on it? I'm I'm going big. Oh. Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm going big. Oh, yeah, no, the spiteful amazing. chant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiteful chant. Yeah, that came on one of my playlists like yesterday, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go back and listen to this album just because it was like that, like that cool to me. Uh-huh. And then we were talking about like breath control, like Yellow Wolf. And then we were talking about like Kendrick. on uh, Rigor Mortis by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Just like how that dude, Rigor Mortis is unbelievable. Does that track? <laughs> yeah. That was the that was the track amazing. that got that turned me into a Kendrick Lamar yeah. fan. Was Rigor Mortis? That shit is unbelievable. Just that fucking the beat is simple too. It's just a little horn, <laughs> and then and then every verse just gets sped up. And by the end, he's rapping like a million miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Kendrick is spazzing. I love when Kendrick spazzes. Someone put on uh, Instagram. It was like, what's your favorite version of Kendrick? It was like conscious oh, Kendrick, yeah. political Kendrick. Love Kendrick or Spaz and Kendrick. And like, I fucking love Spaz and Kendrick. <laughs> or he'll have like that alien voice Kendrick. Yeah, uh-huh. that too. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what's funny? I was just thinking about, you know how Jordan Peele is doing uh, Candyman or whatever, the remake to Candyman? Yeah. I was, wh- have you seen Kendrick Lamar's performance on Power when he had that guest spot? Oh, the crackhead? I was like, he yeah. should fucking uh, cast Kendrick Lamar as Candyman. He's nice. already the rap Candyman. Nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. sweet. 
Because he really fucking did his thing on Power. That was a great episode that he was on. Him and 50 he played like a crackhead. They got uh, <laughs> what's his face, Lakeith Stanfield in that movie. Yeah, that, that is going to be. I like Lakeith like Stanfield, Stanfield so yeah. a lot too. He's been great in everything that he's uh, in. He was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Death he was in that. He had the the Oprah. Oh, the sorry title to bother line you. Get out. Oh, not sorry to bother <laughs> you. Yeah, sorry to bother you. Yeah, he was the main character. In oh, sorry yeah, to bother yeah, you. Yep. Yeah. And he had the title line in Get Out. He's the one that actually goes Get Out. You know, he's like. Oh got yeah, the he was a dude that got shit. taken. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. You guys got any old music you're listening to? Yeah, I had a couple I was thinking about on the way here, but I just kept... So, like I said earlier, Royce is my favorite. He's he's number one, but if there was a, a number one that... Like a number two that passes him and they flip-flop number one and two, it is J. Cole. Ooh, I like J. Cole, too. Okay. And Forest Hills Drive. Mm. 2014? 2014, yeah. Ah. I had to look up the year. I'm glad you knew that. But yeah, <laughs> um, No Role Models is probably like... My drunk anthem, like my mm-hmm. wasted anthem. If I'm wasted and you put that on, you know, I'm going to act like I'm J. Cole for the next duration of the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Cole, dude. I mean, huge hip-hop fan. Still get drunk and freestyle. I saw Carter was on here a second ago, and I still freestyle with Carter, Matty Elder, all the boys at Real Met still. But, you know, my top... Five, you know, it's every single time I say it, it depends on the day. It's either Royce or Cole. So I had to, you know, I had to did be Did you Royce. watch the HBO documentary they did with uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive? That was a great one. Yeah, we're like, uh, actually, no, I don't think. Wh- it was with that and it was with the one after that. Yeah, he did two. Uh, that's the one where there was actually like somebody kicking in his door. That Was that for? That was for, uh, what was what was the album after 2014? Uh, the one where it's like his back was the cover shot. Uh, for your eyes only? Yeah, for your eyes only. Yeah. yeah, they did one for that one too. Okay. That and that was the one on for your eyes only. But the one for 2014 was like his live live concert in Fayetteville. In oh, okay, Fayetteville. okay, yeah. okay. In 2014, no, that was the one where yeah. he started doing no features and producing all the shit himself. Yeah, right? fuck and everybody. Like J Cole. In a row that way. J Cole has turned into a fuck. J Cole turned into like the rapper that you were like. Honestly, this dude looks really kind. Like he was like clean cut yep, and like yep. dressed well and was like, "Hey, I'm Jermaine." And now J Cole has like transformed into this like. Mean motherfucker, <laughs> dude. Like he low key mean, like super like namaste, but at the same time, like his boys aren't namaste at all, and like he's got his dreadlocks and shit. And, right. He yeah. bodied 2018, man. He was featured Feature on wise, like yeah. ten of my favorite albums of 2018, mm-hmm. including Royce's Book of Ryan. Well, the fucking Pablo boat shit I, that he was on was yeah, great. I just like that Cole's just like, dude. No one's getting on this. I'm making the beats, and no one's getting on this. And every artist I have on Dreamville. I'm making their beats, and if they need a feature, I'm getting on it. The best is what he did with K.O.D. He did have a feature on it, but it was himself with the Kill Edward thing. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. (laughs) Who's Kill Edward? (laughs) I think even at his uh, concerts, like on the marquees, it would say uh, J. Cole and and with special guest Kill Edward. I think he said he he was planning on doing like a separate Kill Edward album. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. A little alter ego shit. That'd be tight. I keep hearing about the Cole and uh, Kendrick fucking album that's I know it, man. Not existent. I'm waiting for for (laughs) Kendrick to. I feel like Kendrick. (laughs) I mean, just what the fuck? I'm waiting for Kendrick to come pop out of nowhere out of left field and drop something on us because he's been kind of quiet since the Black Panther release and I feel like he's just going to come and fuck the whole game up. I feel like TDE is going to come up. Num Num Juice. Num Num Juice. Schoolboy Q. Shout out to Schoolboy Q. Yeah, that shot. Have you seen that video yet for Num Num Juice? Where he's like, you're talking about Schoolboy? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like trying to be like uh, Elon Musk or whatever. Yeah, yep. he's doing the like so Joe I Rogan. Seen it, but I've, seen, I've seen everyone posting about it. That's funny because my second, thank you guys for bringing that up, because I was going to bring up um, Schoolboy Q's uh, project for old record. What, what is it? Oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That's a great record. 
because we were listening to the other day and uh, we were going up to Top Golf. I mean, all my friends went to Top Golf. I love that place. And you know, th- those who weren't driving had a little couple road sodas. Road sodas. <laughs> there was you know a vape cigarette pen that had the devil's lettuce. <laughs> you know, and we were just listening to like you know Man of the Year, Hell of a Night. Yep. Uh, that song he did, uh, the song he did with Two Chains on it, is like this h- super hard. What they want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me what are you this from? The shit that they want. <laughs> I was like, dude, this he makes hardcore fucking gangster rap, and I fuck with Schoolboy. Yeah, yeah I he love had it. a Grammy nod, I think, for the one after it. Was it Blank Face? Yep. Yeah, he had a Grammy yep, nod for did. that one. He actually was the one that said, uh, "Gangster rap doesn't win Grammys." And you know, he just yeah. sucks. Yeah. Kendrick gave him a platform to be like Kendrick. Kendrick happened to be this Compton hard ass rapper who can like get away with top forty, right? Mm-hmm. But he brings his homeboy Schoolboy Q, who is a clown and, and is probably like gangster as fuck in like Interscope or wherever they're at board meetings, and like just couldn't get Schoolboy in the top forty. But Schoolboy is a fucking top fucking rapper that people overlook. That man. whole Top Dog collective, man. You got him, uh, Isaiah, SZA, Isaiah, Isaiah fucking Rashad. Rashad. I can't wait for his uh, album. Dude. He, he, my God, he's Isaiah is no fucking joke. Soul, I feel like, I don't know. Soul. If, I think Soul might be, you know. He'll get his proper role out of him. Or going back to college and get a new career. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a Here's long time. Here's the thing. Was, I think Absol, because he's the only one, I think, on that whole Top Dog label that's not signed with a major. That's not co-signed with a major. Right. Because I know he's on, he's just on Top Dog. Everybody else, I think like SZA, Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, J-Rock even, who got the Grammy la- mm-hmm. uh, this year, they're all under Interscope as well. Okay. So, yeah. right, I right. love the way they fucking roll out music as a collective, too. I feel like they all ride for each other so awesome. Like, as soon as one of them drops anything, all of them are posting that shit on their social media. And, like, they just have a great way of rolling out music together. I think it's like Top Dog and Punch just know what the fuck fe- they're doing. It feels like it's like an authentic, like, hometown group of friends. It later. really does. And I, yeah. think that's, I think that's what it comes from, because they say that like uh that top dog was just like the neighborhood fucking dude that like once he got this label together like he would just pick them from the like they all come from like the same like wheelhouse you know, you know like, uh boogie and kendrick actually grew up like yeah down, down the, street the street from, from each, each other, other. Yeah. yeah i fucking saw boogie. that yeah <laughs> should have brought up boogie's sweet. new yeah. shit same with uh shit. like anderson pock and all them they yep. all been friends forever and shit and i, I love that shout uh, out to anderson pock no name that. and oh, chance King jams that no name and chance grew up together and uh yeah. vic mensa yeah oh yeah and fucking joey perp and all them yeah well that just shows you that like and that's what I love about Plymouth right now. It's weird, but Plymouth's not on the map. There's so many people making dope shit that oh like, you'll God, see. Like you'll see it with like we we're just talking about how they all grew up together. Well, it's like yeah, because when one makes it out of, the, of a town, it's on some like I'm. I can help. I mean, throw names out, add links, help these people on the come up. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're like, dude, I was in high school with that motherfucker. You almost saw it with like the. Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller thing. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. You know, where like Wiz was, was kind of like... They went to the yeah, same high school, yeah, I think. Yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, and when Wiz started yeah, popping off, he was yeah. like, hey, man, there's also this really dope white kid who's got some bars. He's a senior, you know. And that was like Nike's on my feet and yep. shit, you know, helping Who I think off. went on to surpass making way better music than... Uh, not no Joe shot to Wiz, because I love Wiz, but like Mac Miller ended up being a way better musician Mac, in my opinion. Mac Miller that. scared oh, yeah. me for... Mac Miller did scare me for a minute, though. He was on like that college rap, which was hot yeah. when he first came out. And then he got on this like, I'm gonna take LSD and trip the fuck out every day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, sure. hey man, like, can you get back to like some bars? And then he was like, Yes, I <laughs> yes, will. I can. With like an orchestra, yeah. Doing and the I'll, beat I'll also play right instrument before, on my album. I was talking about like, say like right before Mac Miller. You know, you had Asher Roth around that time yep. too. And it was, I feel like Mac Miller kind of took that spot a little bit. And there was that guy yeah. like uh, Atmosphere. 
I oh, love yeah. Atmosphere. You Atmosphere's know, got a new track on that's really known. Dude, listen, if Carter's still watching, Carter's still, f- I mean, Hoodie Allen had some hot songs and he just didn't blow. He was a top 40 mm-hmm. rap pop artist before, I mean, it just didn't blow up. Hoodie Allen's got some dope yep. shit, too. I just saw on Asher's Instagram, actually, that he's got a new music on he's the way. On a, he's a cool he on tour like this year. And they opened up like a venue in Philly called like Sunflower something or other. It's going to be yeah. for like like up and coming bands. It's like an outdoor venue, five hundred person max. He's coming up on the ten year of uh, sleeping in a bread aisle. So yeah, he's just going came, on tour, yeah, he's going on tour for that. Or ten, I just saw like that thing for it. I I really want him to make a comeback because I think Retro Asher Ross was, was dope. Com- <laughs> he was so good, dude. He's he was got slept bars. on. Yeah. He can he definitely does have rap. Because yeah. I've seen him do like you know freestyles and like i think it was even on one of the bet ciphers like a long yeah he was i think he was on like with uh chip the ripper and like uh i think right. chuck english from the cool kids chip and shit. the rip was my man yeah, but a fucking too, uh asher roth i remember he came on there and he came correct as fuck i'm like damn i thought he was gonna come here on some like college frat jokes mm-hmm. and like he came like fucking wu-tang tribe called quest style like bars and i was like straight up man job that's what made me respect him too because i absolutely fucking hated the song i love college i won't lie to you i thought that song was terrible um and then like but one of my friends that like had liked his album was like dude just trust me i know you don't like that song but just give the album a listen and i was like all right fuck it and i listened to the album and i was like oh shit this is great well that's (laughs) how that's how i was that's how i was with matt because at the time there was there was like that sammy adams was coming up right everybody was just on like that college dorm room rap which when i first started off making hip-hop music i kind of was on that too don't get me wrong but then i became one of those kids like within the first year of like really getting into hip-hop i was like one of those kids who was like i'm a hip-hop head and mm-hmm. if you don't got bars and fuck your shit yeah so then i was on like fuck those kids music for a while and then when i was kind of like dude i was what the fuck am i talking about these kids make music let me check it out and then they had some songs like asher off did where i was like fucker's got some fucking bars yeah, yeah he sure does i saw him live with kid cuddy one time when that around that time when that, that was, uh, album was new era. that shit was fucking amazing i think bob actually opened that show before like bob was popping which he kind of fell off a little bit too really didn't he no he just dropped his <laughs> last album last year oh did he yeah, yeah his, it was his du- last final album yeah but yeah. he had some top 40s man he yeah, said bob had a he's got, he had a he's run got royalties dude. on like the airplane song with Haley williams i mean he's, he's, that one with Taylor he's gonna Swift, be like, like eminem yeah. even did like a remix to it or something he did shit. open up the jay-z uh eminem like co-headlining yeah, tour too fine. at america park that shit was pretty yeah, i know awesome. he still does production and stuff like that too, you know what i think got him in trouble though is his weird wild opinions on twitter like he thinks the earth is flat and shit like that so people always have to make fun of fucking bob i always say this about people man i just like Everyone's got a little crazy, and everyone's got a little, you know, just keep your, you know, what you think about it in your mind. <laughs> don't fucking, don't start, you know, because I have some buddies when they get buzzed and something starts saying shit, I'm like, listen, dude, I trusted you. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought I thought I could cl- call you a close friend, but now you're out here spewing random shit out your mouth, and I'm worried about you. And you don't have to put every waking thought you have on the internet. Right, right. I'm like, dude, like you're cool. But like, and I have buddies who do that. They'll post stuff on the internet where I'm just like, dude, man, like people think I hang out with you a lot. Like, stop. Run twenty one like that. Yeah, I, I just real quick. I just remember being 21 years old, and like you'd go out to the bar that night. And the first thing I would do in the morning is, oh shit, I better check my social media, make sure I didn't post anything fucking wild. Oh god. <laughs> what did I say last night? I hope I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Bro, I went out with. Uh, actually, went out with Ron last night for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, did you? Yeah, and we just. Where'd uh, you guys we, go? We went to uh, Ipsy. Uh, we went to Tap. I was in Ann Arbor. What the fuck? Yeah, oh, were you with uh, I was my girl? Actually, yeah, yeah, actually. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was actually surprised that it wasn't that. We went to Hopcat, and it wasn't even that busy, and it was right during the. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State game. Did you get some? Uh, What's up, Dugan? Not, 
they're not crack fries anymore. What do they call it? Cosmic oh, fries. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, I did. They're so. <laughs> they're still good. called crack fries. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I call them crack. I'm gonna fries. go in there and I, say, I, I want the crack fries with yeah. actual crack on I'm it. Sorry, too, we man. don't do yeah, crack fries. Crack on I mean, please. come on, just <laughs> a little crack on them. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, sprinkle some crack on them. Get out of here. Like, that's what made. Spell. That's like what made Hopcat kind of cool when it first came out too. It's like, damn, they kind of have balls to call it crack fries because yep. it's like it's like a slang term of being like this is like this burger's crack. And they want to call their fries crack, and then they're like, now we're gonna backtrack on it. We're living in a butthurt age. I know. It's like listen, man. Lose my business, man. I thought you guys were cool. <laughs> Management's pussies, man. Uh, well, anyways, moving along, we we're gonna run. We didn't run it last week because we didn't have any guests on here. But there's this new segment on here. Where we already had asked you guys like the serious questions. We have a new one. We call 21 random questions. 21, 21, which oh, is so much fun shit. for us because it's just it, we did we started it with Honey Monsoon and it ended up being hilarious for all of us because like. It, the, sometimes they just lead to hilarious answers and nice. shit. Uh, and uh, oh, I wrote man. half, he wrote half, so we'll just go back and forth asking you two uh, oh, which, what oh, you prefer. Around. Let's run it. So uh, I'll kick it off with question one, and I'll ask you, Ace Ventura, one or two? One. Uh, damn, one is fire, but two is also super fucking fire. <laughs> I, I, I go don't with know, two Ray as well. Finkel, I mean, uh, I... I, I I'm going to say one. I'll say one. I'll be nice. I go two just because that's one of the few instances that you can think of. Like, there's a, Well, there's a few instances, but this is only, especially in comedy, where the sequel is just as good or better For than sure. the first yeah, one. For sure, yeah. What a good question. Sure. And that good, one good is fucking, fucking hilarious. Question. I love that one. <laughs> All right. Race not being an issue, would you rather live in Hogwarts or live in Wakanda? Oh, Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, Wakanda's super fucking dope. <laughs> super dope. Um, uh, not even a race thing, but like also like I always said I'd like want to like represent Hufflepuff and like Hogwarts <laughs> is super fucking because no one there's they don't have a strong face role model for Hufflepuff. Yeah, no, they don't. And if you ever notice, whenever the Quidditch games are going on, it's just Slytherin. Like even like Ravenclaw's kind of there. Like Hufflepuff is like the stoners and like the people like <laughs> yeah. making music and shit, yeah. like doing like dark fucking magic. But well, um, I'd say Wakanda just because like that technology is fucking sweet. Also the Wakanda as well. I think Harry Potter. <laughs> I think what Harry Potter and them really needed was to be living in Wakanda. Really, they could have fucking blocked themselves from some Voldemort. vibranium. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, my phone always fucking. I gotta turn this thing out. All right, uh, Rocky one or Rocky five. Oh, fucking one, man! Yeah. Um, and that's funny because I just had it as a huge Rocky fan too. I just had watched back to back in the same day Creed one and two. Uh -huh. Okay, I, I wasn't like those caught. Creed I wasn't caught up on Creed, and I'm like, dude, man, I like Rocky. What the fuck's going on with this shit? And I do like Michael B. Jordan. But uh, yeah, the Creed movies were good. But yeah, I had, I, Rocky one, dude. Rocky one. Yeah, and I think it was. I am saying right. Uh, the, except Rocky Five is the Russian, right? Or is that four? I think that's I what might, I meant. I think, I think it might be. Four, is that he, four? When he actually fights. Uh, when he fights Drogo. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think that's four. That's the one I meant to say. I could be wrong. That one, wrong. That's the one that sticks out the dead. most to me. I think the one that I've seen the most times, anyways, is the one where he fights the fucking Russian. And uh, I, I, I like. See, if you're gonna do like you know movies and their sequels, it's I'm gonna always kind of have to say the first one. Yeah. Because those guys didn't know it was about to be fucking that dope. Right. You know, the second and the third and the fourth are like, dude, this is a rock. I mean, we're all balling out now. And like, whenever there's like a sequel, the first one, it's just like, like I was watching this documentary on Hocus Pocus with like the actors didn't even want to be there. 
Yeah, they're like this movie that. sucks. It's like gimmicky as fuck. It's not even funny. And now they're like, holy shit, this pays for all of our kids to go to college every fuck year. Yeah, you know, still paying. So those for first it. movies, oh, there's always something a lot more magical that happens on them. Man. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, let's go. What would you rather prefer, or actually, what would you rather watch? I guess baseball without home runs or basketball without dunks. Ooh. Oh my god. Man. It's that's I, a toss up, dude, because they're both I, yeah, like. Yeah, I'd rather watch basketball without dunks. I mean, that'd be the WNBA pretty much. So and, yeah. and <laughs> fuck, dude. I mean, if people are. I mean, I love dunks, but like, if you watch baseball, is already fucking boring to watch. <laughs> yeah, I love baseball, <laughs> but baseball is fun when you're there at Comerica Park, wasted, like yeah, you're just screaming. Yeah. That's fucking sweet. Watching on TV, if people are just out, out. Uh, if there's just shit ton of home right. runs, I'm like, yeah. I'm all of a sudden I'm there for the home yeah, runs. I'm watching. Yeah. So if, bas- if basketball though, you can have people like Steph just shooting threes. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna yeah. watch the fuck out of this game. Yeah. You know? And plus, dunks and home runs are something that happens kind of rare in the game. You know what I mean? You don't get a whole lot of them per game. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good one, E man. That's yeah. tough. Uh, I think I'd have to go with basketball too. I'm gonna go with basketball as well. Right, yeah. yeah, but I love baseball. Baseball, I feel like it's boring until you like really get into like what it's about like you got to really be into baseball for it not to be boring like going for watching a pitcher go for a no hitter or watching a batter that's on a streak you know what i mean like you got to be into like the stats and shit like right. that you know what i mean well there's so many games and they play every day like, what, like, bro, i don't fucking care or something like that uh, yeah 162 that, like, i'm not just games, saying this because like football is my favorite sport but like i love how like football is like set up where it's like all right you lost last week. You have one week to get ready right. to win or lose. Yep. You know, baseball. It's like we lost yesterday. Yeah, but we're playing three games tomorrow before <laughs> yeah. noon. It's like, man, fuck these guys. Aren't even pumped uh, up. Why we playing later? Might be a doubleheader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One sure. guy's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't even think I'm gonna play today. I'm just gonna. You know, it's like football. You know, it's like some other sports. It's like. 16 games, fucking let's go. And again, like, like if you're not pitching that day, you just get fucked up in the dugout. Right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so most of my questions have been about movies that I wrote this week. So, Godfather 1 or 2, because fuck 3, we don't even need to debate that one. Godfather 1 or 2? Two. 2. I go 2. 2. Ah, uh, God damn, man. The movies, <laughs> I'm a fucking movie. Hard, I'm a movie kid, too. <laughs> like, it's fucking music, movies, sex, and then breathing, bro. Uh, just so I'm not the ass. I, I, I mean, yeah, I could say... T- Two, yeah, two for sure. Two's got the best, like two. the most action and shit in it. One, Robert De Niro's one in that sets one too, it up so for it like, to yeah. be amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said though, you know those first movies though. Those first movies, yeah. Brando was amazing in the first one. Oh, <laughs> There's very few movies I like the second one before the first one. I do the S one, and then Boondock Saints actually like the second one as well a little bit more. True. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I fucking hated Boondock Saints too. Really? <laughs> the, the second one Ro- with Romeo. Oh god! I, mean, I, I kind of like movie. Deadpool two better than Deadpool one. I like Deadpool two better than like Deadpool one. I'm sorry, one, but, uh, I'm sorry yeah. but like, are they making a third uh, Boondock Saints too? Dude, it's been. I wouldn't mind it. It's been on the fence for a while because they they can't they can't agree on script, so that's why it's never. I have a very unpopular opinion about Boondock Saints. I think it's one of the most overrated movies of all fucking time. <laughs> it is. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do like gun shooting movies, like. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, and like that's more like one. more like Guy Ritchie movies, kind of like have that same vibe as if it, instead of being British, they're Irish. Or I just have a thing against was... both Sean Patrick Flannery and Norman Reedus. I think they both are terrible actors. <laughs> Norman Reedus is so bro- brutal on Walking Dead. He's such a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, but he, he does have like a cool fucking like 
tough. Yeah, he's got face. the tough guy for sure. Right. He's got like he a, seems face, like a cool like, dude. Like, I like that. Uh, like, like, he doesn't, show, he doesn't yeah. even have to say much. You can just kind of like tell somebody to fuck off in <laughs> yeah, the movie. Just and you're, just like, you're like, it's yeah, like, yeah, like a like an early two thousand Ryan Reynolds. He just kind of got by on his looks. Straight up, that's funny. What's your next one? My next question is. It's actually a music one. It was, do you prefer vocals or guitar? Well, like, which, if you had to pick, like, which one to do more often than the other? Oh, uh, I'd say vocals. Um, my guitar playing is just enough to get by. So, like, I trust me. I lo- would love to be like a fucking just guitar player in a band, just doing solos. I mean, that dude. But like I said earlier, I'm the fucking loud, cocky. Like, when you hang out with me, I'm chill. I'm going to be kind to everybody. But, like, right before I get on stage, like, this thing flips in me just, like, during sports or whatever. We're, like, this cocky or more, this is what I want alter ego kind of comes out. Right. And I don't think I could be just a guitar player because I'd want the mic. <coughs> and I have shit to say throughout the fucking show, you know. So, yeah, I'd say vocals. I think that one would depend for me. I think I would, like... When I'm watching a concert, I'd rather watch the guitar player. Right. But when I'm listening to music, vocals are usually what I go for first. Being a hip hop fan and shit. But like, so like, but if the, if the front man's fucking super dope, then yeah, like, that's yeah, true right. too. You're and like, sometimes damn. the front man's a badass guitar player and a badass yeah, singer. Yep. So you got the best of both worlds there. Yeah, right. <laughs> My next one's also still in the movie fashion: Iceman or Maverick. <laughs> I've never seen either one of those, actually. No, it's it's from yeah. Top Gun. Yeah, that's two, oh, two oh, characters. Oh, oh, it's Tom Cruise yeah, or Val yeah, Kilmer, yeah. basically. Okay. Val Kilmer's yeah, Iceman. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise is, is fucking Maverick. Fuck. <laughs> Have you ever seen the SNL skit when, like, Val uh, Kilmer's on there and he's, like, being Iceman? No. And he's like, you're dangerous. <laughs> you know and shit? So, like, that, like, that skit when he was, like, he came on SNL and was, like, the host and was, like, doing, like, the, you know, that's fucking funny. But, like, Maverick, man... Maverick got the the girl and he's the you know right. Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I gotta go Val Kilmer because that was when Val Kilmer was like just bodying everything. He made so many awesome movies uh-huh. in the early nineties. I mean, Tom Cruise did too, but fucking I don't know. And now and that's like a sad story to see. Like, have you seen what Val Kilmer looks like these days? Like, I saw a video of him. He's like super super fat. Yeah, he's not doing, least- he's not doing too well right now, <laughs> but <laughs> but he definitely slayed ass during the fucking eighties and nineties. Yeah, he did. Slayed ass. <laughs> maybe, maybe even early two thousands too. He still got some. You ever seen that, that Wheeler Walker Jr. song "Older Pussy You Will Slay"? Yeah, yeah we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we were talking to his son. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, some more questions here, man. Moving along. Mike, ja- okay. Would you rather hear Mike Tyson with a British accent <laughs> or Danny Brown rapping in Japanese? <laughs> That's hilarious. I want to see da- uh, Danny Brown rapping in Japanese. Would be hilarious. Just imagine that voice in Japanese. <laughs> And then Mike Tyson would have for fans, for fans of Danny Brown, if you guys are, I'm not trying to be rude at all because I love all music. Yeah. Danny Brown, I just can't, I can't get to like. I know he's from Detroit and like he's from Michigan and like so like I support his house, I support him. You know, it's just. I'll tell you what it takes, bro. You got to see him live. It's almost to the crazy. point where like I'd rather hear Danny Brown with a Japanese accent than, <laughs> than, than how he talks right now. Dude, it's like that's one of those things where it grows on you. Like of I did course, not like course. Danny Brown when I first listened to him, and then I caught him live, and I was like, oh, I fucking get it now. His shows are crazy. Right, right. Like, his oh. fan base is so nuts. Like the most like 
hyped up shows you'll ever be to. And he was on White Boy Rick and fucking killed it. Yep. Was he really? I didn't even see that. And money. He was like the main pimp in Detroit. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, I mean, Tyson with a British accent, man, that's fucking hilarious, too. man. <laughs> would it still be like British and lispy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't really would change to too much. <laughs> I can't even imitate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. It hurt your mouth like your jawbone would cramp. Hurt. Oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny as hell. All right, my next one is actually moving on to TV shows. Nice. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Home Improvement? Fresh Prince. <laughs> They're that both, a, both that's my answer right there. That's my answer right there. Did you hear the home improvement? <laughs> I mean, home improvement, man. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was my fucking. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, damn, I wish I was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Because he was just like Simba and the Lion King and like just like. I don't know. I feel like every girl in grade school was like JTT. Was I'll be home for man. Christmas. Yeah, I, jingle, uh, <laughs> not jingle all the way. Jungle to jungle was that it? Was yeah, yeah, yeah. jungle to jungle. Uh, What's he up to were, these days? Uh, who knows? Uh, making those <laughs> pure, living on royalties in commercials. Yeah, <laughs> living on royalties. I would. I. I. They were both staples in my childhood, yeah. but I learned more life lessons from Fresh Prince for sure. And Will Smith was the shit. Remember the? I mean, the episode where he fucking takes the bullet for Carlton. You know, I thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. that. Was actually like a really serious episode. That or the one where he saw his dad. And his yeah, dad his dad doesn't yeah. want him. Yeah, oh, dude. Like I was Fresh talking Prince. about J Cole. So, you know, that role model is one of my favorite. Songs. You know, first things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah, he messes him all the time. I mean, that's a good fucking question. He talks dude. about Aunt Viv a lot too. J. Cole does. I don't know yeah, why yeah, when yeah, you yeah, said yeah. home improvement, I instantly thought of Full House for some reason. I almost like went Full House, second, but I, like, home improvement's yeah, home improvement, a better show. Oh, yeah, yeah, Full House. I, would de- I mean, Fresh Prince way over Full yeah. House. But Gotta I mean, show Tim Allen some love because right. he's a Michigan boy. Fuck, yeah, and he and was like all and he got, coked up during got, that time and shit. He was coke selling dealer. coke at Kalamazoo when he went there. I watched coke. All right. Death Metal or Ska? Whew. Fuck. Um... Ska metal. Right <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. Oh my god. Jazz feet. How, how would that even sound? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, Ska was like, Real Big Fish was like, I love Real Big Fish growing up. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Um, me first and the Gimme Gimme's were kind of like yep, Ska-ish. Yep. Um, but like, I was in some hardcore. I, I like hardcore because hardcore fans are like hip-hop heads. In the car, they're kind of oh, like... Yeah. Bumping their head the same yep. way you would to like gangster rap, and they're just as dedicated. You know, to it so too. there's like that, like you know, like a little like gangster swagger, if you must, for, for death metal. But Scott, I mean, Scott's, Scott's more fun. listenable. Scott, Scott's fun. Scott's more listenable and easier on the ears. Death metal gets a little fucking much for me he after a, a while. Sometimes. But I do got to shout out Kyle Frater because Kyle Frater loves fucking Norwegian death metal and he plays oh, that yeah. shit all the time when I'm in his car well, just to piss me off. Well, put it this way: put it this way, if you're in a locker room before a big football game or something, or any, you know, someone puts on Sky, you're gonna beat the shit out of the kid. You're like, Dude, man, hey, man, we're trying to win tonight. Like some death metal in the locker room or death metal just to pump you up or yeah. something. If you're about to go fight somebody, like don't listen to Sky on the way. Well, really, fight. I feel like it depends on the mood. Right. I'm gonna go Sky more than death metal myself. Yeah, me too. But, yeah. I saw a real big fish at Warp Tour when I was. But it depends on the mood. They're fun. They're fun <laughs> as hell. Real yeah, big fish, yeah. super fun. They were like in basketball. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were like the right. house band of basketball. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Dent, 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 dent. That shit was funny. This next one's an easy one for me, but I know a lot of people are very opinionated on this. DC or Marvel? Wait, animation or actual movies? Movies or the comics, whatever one you prefer. See, it's a tough one for me. I am a huge Batman fan. Like, the Marvel movies are cooler. 
I think so too. I'm sorry. The, dude, DC animation is so much better though. Dude, DC like, animation is better. Like, but isn't DC animation? Did, did, they did like uh, Batman, like Arkham City, like video games yep. too, right? Yep. Yep. Too, yeah. And that fucking game is so cold, man. But I gotta um, give it to Marvel yeah, because that too. fucking Spider-Man the into the Spider Verse is one of the dopest oh, fucking oh, God, movies yeah, I've ever seen. Sure. One of my favorites. Amazing. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Rotten and Tomato, actually, you know score. what? A lot of people said that Captain Marvel wasn't that good. I went and saw it, it right. actually last night. I was entertained, I man. I thought I it was great. I, I am happy though. I am happy that Aquaman was good. I didn't see Aquaman yet. I thought it was gonna be corny as shit, and I'm like, DC, don't fumble again. You're right. And they didn't. I was no, like, good, good for you. I, I think Wonder Woman's their number one for sure. Yep. And then I would say Man of Steel and then Aquaman. I didn't yeah. like Suicide Squad or the last Batman movie. Those two were not very good for me. Wait, the last Batman? Which one? The one Don, with uh, Batman Superman? Batman Superman. Yeah, yeah. that was not good. Yeah, yeah that was very my, good. It, and, my and, mother's Martha? And, listen, <laughs> and, and the reason I don't think it's that good is Affleck playing Batman, man. He wasn't very good at it. You heard it. Bring yep. Michael Keaton back. He's not too old. I just watched <laughs> that. They should have uh, just brought him back. And <laughs> I just watched everybody. that Affleck movie on Netflix, by the way. The one that with him and Charlie Hun- Hunnam. That was pretty and, good. Yeah, it was not bad. 13th, uh, 13th. Oh, yeah, no, Third Frontier. Frontier? I, just yeah, that, I, I yeah, literally I just, just watched that last night. Yeah, Super I watched it a couple hours ago. Yeah, I watched <laughs> it last night, and it wasn't that bad. I was. It was kind of like you knew what was going to happen. Right. Right when they were in the house, you're like, damn. Too many bags of money. <laughs> but I, I just seen that yesterday. That movie? Yeah. I swear. Yeah, I just watched it yesterday too. That was like halfway through the movie and like they did the, mm-hmm. they the like ran up in the part. house. Right. It was like a two hour movie, right? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah. That's pretty long yeah. for a movie. Two hours, I'll take it. It felt fast. It just happened yeah, so good. fast. It was <laughs> a great movie. They were I just, just like, that. he's we like, hey, you guys want to get that. the band together? And they're like, yeah. And then the like, next thing you know, they were just like, fuck, we're fucked. You know, it just happened fast. But yeah. That was a good movie. I like Affleck. The town is one the town and Goodwill Argo. Hun- Goodwill, Argo's Hun- Goodwill one. Hunting. Great one. All the like he's like in all of like the Kevin Smith movies. I mean, I like Ben Affleck, but like what sucks is too, if you notice it with Ben Affleck in that triple frontier movie is whenever an actor gets done playing Batman, they can't shake Batman off from at least for a couple movies. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like Affleck was still kinda like <laughs> that if demeanor. we're gonna do this. And he just got out of rehab, I believe. <laughs> I think he went for like an alcohol Fuck problem. Yeah, drink up, man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> drink up. You got girls leaving you and fucking movie people saying you're the worst Batman. Drink up. Get your shit right. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, moving along, you man, what you got next for us, dude? All right. So call it the best of the worst question. You would you rather hear a collab with Kendrick? And little Zan, <laughs> or J Cole and Riff Raff. J Cole and Riff Raff. J Cole and Riff Raff. Riff Raff. I actually, day, yeah. I actually wanted <laughs> that. Might be fine. This, that better, might be this better spark something with Cole <laughs> that and Riff Raff. Because like, it's like Cole's like, I ain't doing any features with anybody except for Riff Raff. He's like, That's awesome. <laughs> and who is he now? He's like the Vanilla Gorilla or whatever. He goes by like yep. eighteen different nicknames. <laughs> he I just watched the Pink, Pink Panther. <laughs> or Panther Python. I just watched a whole video of him the other day where I'm like. I don't even care if your music's good. I support you, dude. Like he was just like smashing it. like watermelon with like his fist outside of his house. Just like I don't know. Yeah, I'm all about riffraff. But like Lil Xan, like I hate when like some of these new artists, and it's funny because I you know when they're gonna fall off. They put these new artists up like Lil Xan, and they'll get there. They got a bunch of SoundCloud views, and they put them up, and it's like these fuckers weren't ready to perform at Bonnaroo. No, they no. weren't ready to be a fuck professional musician, and you fall off, mm. homie. You little shit. Industry, industry musician. You know they're like that. they're all swaggy and all stoked about it, and you know all this stuff. It's like you can't throw these kids into the fire, and their first performance is at Lollapalooza. It's gonna kill them, and yeah. they're gonna be horrible. Yeah, you gotta and, definitely play the the small venues, the clubs, right. and, work your way and it up. builds you up. I mean, yeah, and like I feel like. 
Even some experienced people don't know how to play festivals. Because I saw sure. Ludacris once at Bonnaroo, and it was fucking awful, dude. He was playing like these like rarities and like he was playing like shit that he was featured on by like Enrique and Glady CS. But like, bro, you got like a forty-five minute to an hour set. Like, you need yeah. to play the hits, right? Bro. Like, Only play your hits. Yeah. Play the shit people want to hear. But yeah, fucking. Um Dude, Colin Riffraff. They should get. I hope, I hope, they're, watching. I hope they're watching right now. <laughs> All right, going to the movies or watching movies at home? Okay. As a creative, I hate saying this out loud. I do pay for it. I have a website that I use. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm wrong. Called admitme.tv. I subscribe to it, premium user. Uh-huh. But, like, I get movies fast as fuck. I had Aquaman for, like, a month. Yeah. In, like, good quality. Not, yeah. like, like, I pay for it. It's not, like,. Bootleg with Chinese subtitles. It's like good fucking right. shit. I'll I'll go to the movies though if it's like if like Quentin Tarantino's dropping something, right. if Wes Anderson's dropping yeah, something, for sure. or if like Martin McDonough's dropping something. Like there's some directors that like because I'm a fan of them as like writers that like I, I want to go without my girlfriend to the movies and sit there and watch the movie. But like. When movies come out, I'm like, I can't wait for my website to get that. So it's I have this <laughs> definitely thing. at the house. I, I hate this thing where I hate going to the movies with people, genuinely, because yeah. I don't want people to ask me questions. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I literally go during the day by myself and just watch my movies. And well, that's it. And like, yeah. and like, like finding out, like, you guys seem like movie buffs. I'm a movie buff. For so sure. Like, when I go to the movies with people and people are like, dude, you want to go outside and like smoke a cigarette? I'm like, Dude, the movie just fucking. Yeah, what? Right? No, no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in a different row, bro. Get the fuck out of here. We, I went to uh, I went to go see Captain Marvel. I actually went with Ron and Jill. I was like third wheel in it yeah. the other day, and then they, bro. I hate going to movies with fucking people. So we we, we had like an early. <laughs> so we went at like it was like three o'clock or whatever. We got there maybe like two fifty or something like that, and the seats were kind of packing up. They had like this one row. I think it was like towards like the middle. He goes, hey, I don't want to sit here. There's, there's too many people in this theater. Let's get a later seat. I'm looking like, bro, we just got here. There's an open row right here for all mm-hmm. three of us to sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to wait like an hour and a half just because they didn't want to sit there. I was like, dude, if I drove, I would have fucking just watched this by myself. Right, and right. out. Yeah, I definitely watch more movies at home, but I, there's there's no comparison to seeing the theaters with the surround sound yeah. and the fucking huge screen and that's everything. That's it, the sound. The sound <laughs> yeah, is the where you sound is makes it awesome, especially yeah. if it's like a action movie or something that's got like a sweet right. soundtrack to it or some the shit. The last two movies I went and saw in the theater, and I know this for a fact, the last two I went to, everything else I watched in my house, I went and saw Avengers, Infinity War, mm-hmm. uh, and then I saw It in theater. I did too. Be Just because I was yeah. like... If I watch it at home, I'm gonna have all the lights on and be a pussy about it. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, I want, I'm like, I want to sit here. I want to sit here, man, through this because as a child, I mean, clowns are creepy, man. Oh, they yeah. creep me out to this like, day, bro. And like, especially with like the CGI and all the shit, I'm like, damn, this movie's gonna be a lot more scary than it used to be. And like, it is. I had to sit through it and man through it. There's certain movies that are like so like badass though that I have to see in theater, like Alita: Battle Angel that just came out. Like the actual visuals on that movie yeah. are. Awesome. That girl, that's it's like there's like actual humans acting, and then the, sh- the girls like CGI, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, By the way, that was based on an anime. That is the first anime movie I've liked better, like the Hollywood movie I like better than a fucking anime. Nice. That's, oh, nice. That's never happened oh, awesome. before. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, we're going to roll through these last few on you. We got a band coming in at seven, so we'll roll through these ones a little bit quicker. What's uh, your next one for us, E Man? My next one Pokemon cards or Yu Gi Oh cards? I don't know what Yu Gi Oh cards even Pokemon, are. Pokemon, bro. I'll Pokemon. Pokemon I don't know what the other one is. I got some rare ones. Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Hey, I got some rare Pokemon cards <laughs> yeah, in the safe. I don't even think I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You never watched Yu-Gi-Oh before? Really? Mm-hmm. We, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh, but I pl- but I had more uh, Pokemon cards. I mean, Misty might be my first crush of all times. 
I mean, Pokemon came out in kindergarten. <laughs> like, Misty, was, I was like, damn, is Brock going to hit it? Is Ash hitting it? You know, kind of thing. And, like, I was obsessed with Pokemon. I am excited for, the like, the live-action Pokemon movie, though. That sounds kind of tight. Or, or, like, in that little Ryan Reynolds one, they kind of have... Yeah, I want them to really drop a cool Pokemon game. And I've been waiting for them to do a Grand Theft Auto style, just, like, free roam. <laughs> Ooh. Cool. Like, create your own dude Ooh. and, like, pick your first Pokemon and, like, whatever, like, element you are and, like... Have it a little more PG thirteen than it uh, should, and come on, Pokemon. Are you still on Pokemon Go? No. Okay. Are you? No. There's people out there playing. I, I still have I, the app. I, I, I know there's still people out there. <laughs> I see people still out there playing. All right, next one: dive bars or nightclubs? Oh, dive bars. Dive bars. Same here. That one's easy for me. Uh the nightclub scene to me is just like, yeah, it's it's fun. Okay. Nightclubs are fun if it's like a birthday party. Right. Even though like even though dive bars are fun for birthday party. I mean yeah. dive bars for sure. Yeah. I'm not even trying Nightclubs to are just fun for people no. watching, but it's generally music I don't I'm listen to. I'm a dive to bar, cheap <laughs> drinks. Yeah, cheap drinks. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> and it's just, you know, when I used to go to like nightclubs or go to like Royal Oak to like my friends still kinda of go out there. I'm not picking up my buddies. Party up, dude. Yeah. But uh you know, I'm the kind of kid like I might fight somebody that night. I might, you know, say <laughs> something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Put me at the dive bar where, like, I know all the waitresses and everybody who's going to be there on Friday, and we're shooting pool and throwing darts and getting free shots. That's my fucking... That's, that's, my that's what we did. Like, we went out with uh, Ron. I went out with Ronnie last night, man. Because I hang out in Ipsy all the fucking time. Yeah, I so, know you do. exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> like, they were, uh, yeah, we got pretty much... I was just shooting the shit with the owner at uh, West Cross, and we, they were just feeding us fucking shots all day. So nice, like, yeah, that's dope. the best. Yeah. Um... And your next one, Ian. My next one is, would you rather hear Herbie Hancock with Nas or Miles Davis with Jay-Z? Whoa. Herbie Hancock with Nas. I don't know, Miles Because Herbie Davis. Hancock's still yeah, alive, so it is... could possibly happen. <laughs> Miles mean, Davis is gone, so I don't think Assuming both are still happen. alive, but okay. yeah. But I'd still, I'd still go with Herbie and, and, uh, and Nas because, one, I'm a bigger Nas fan, and also I'm a bigger Herbie Hancock fan than Miles Davis. Well. I feel like it would help his production. I'm a bigger Nas. <laughs> I'm a bigger Nas fan than Jay Z, but one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time is "PSA" by Jay Z. Because mm. I think it was like the first yep. song that put me on to hip hop, where I was like, "Holy right. fuck, yep. what is this?" That whole album is nuts. And you know. You need to talk about Jay Z, man. Dude's, dude's hurt. He's getting old. Beyonce's looking way better than him and shit. <laughs> you could use it. Now it'll be all right. Nas could drop an album and everyone's going to buy it. All right, my next one. I think I might already know your answer for this for just from interviewing you before and what you'd like to write your music about. But conscious music or party music? Oh, shit. I think there's a time and a place for both. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um,. You know, I say this, you know, the best songs are written after a breakup or like mm -hmm. something traumatic happens in someone's Shout life. Shout Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. She made a fucking living off it. But, well, you know, or Adele. Like, yeah, just yeah, like really no shit, good right? songs come off of being like heartbroken or like miserable at the time. And, you know, when you hear like albums like that, you're like, fuck, these songs good. But for the mass population of stupid morons walking around who don't like appreciate songwriters mm -hmm. and stuff like that, like, party music's fucking fun. Right, and you can do more. <laughs> Plus, party music gets me through, like, working out, too. Like, if it's got a fucking... Sometimes I'll be in a bad mood at work. I'll throw on my party playlist, and my mood instantly changes. So, like, there's definitely a time and place for both. Well, and, you know, it, if you're going to listen to, like, 
conscious music, you know, it's usually like me in the car by myself. Right, right. Or on your headphones or some yeah, shit. And you're yeah, like, damn, yeah, this I, is agree. Yeah, I wouldn't awesome. put on conscious music like at a party or yeah, anything right. like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. People are like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I don't think Mortal Technique would go well in a club. Right, right. No, so, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine like, if someone threw out a Mortal Technique in the with the devil? <laughs> 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 I am, like, but like, I am a big fan of like singer songwriters, just like acoustic guitar players and singers. So, like, that's super. I mean, that's. I listen to that a shit ton, but it's like there'll be like a Carol King or like a Joni Mitchell song, and then the next song on the playlist is like Schoolboy Q. You right. know, like you know, so it's both. Man, there. I remember. Also, I was at a, I was in Ann Arbor at a bar, and it was the craziest fucking playlist I've ever heard. Like I don't know who was controlling the jukebox. It went from Britney Spears to uh, fucking Snarky Puppy. I hate when people do to Sada Baby. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. It's the worst. It was like it was the craziest fucking playlist I've ever heard in my life. I hate when people put <laughs> shit music on the jukebox and they got that playing. You're like, oh god, I got to sit through this bullshit all day. But <laughs> they were talking. Uh, you ever watch that documentary Rapture? That was on Netflix. That was a great one. Uh, I don't think so. No. So they had Nas on one of the episodes, and he was actually talking about like why he doesn't make party music. He goes, I would hate to go to the club and hear myself like all the time. Like I can't imagine being fucking Drake. Like right. you have to hear yourself all the time. Right. 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 But it's, it's, it's having some of those party bangers is cool. I mean, it's good true. for Drake. Jake, uh, Jake probably loves it when he's in the club. Like, fucking A. You know? <laughs> you know, but. All right, I got yeah. one last question before we wrap this shit up. Um, board games or video games? Oh, shit. I just got into video games in, like, November. I always Plymouth had an, Elvis. I always play with Elvis. <laughs> but, uh. I've always had like an Xbox, but like I used it for like DVDs and like Halo, like offline Halo. And uh, I'm a big card player. I love card games. You know, I grew up playing card games. Same here, man. So like, I'm a big poker. You know, euchre, euchre, five yeah. card stud. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a board game guy. Sweet. My parents never got us video games as a kid, so I've always been more. And plus, that brings people like, well, I guess video games can too now. Well, I, I mean, like, yeah, because I was about to say, like, I like Scrabble. Is Scrabble is one of my favorite games to play, mm. and then I fuck with Monopoly, but Monopoly is just as you said forever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if you download the Monopoly video game on Xbox Market or whatever, <laughs> I play that all the time, and that's fun as fuck. It's like a 3D board coming out the TV, and yeah, uh, I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna have to go card games or board games. Board mm. games, card games, combo. You already know my answer. I don't even have to say it. <laughs> yeah, I already know it. He man's yeah. video games for sure. <laughs> but did you have any more or is that it for both uh, of us? Last one, and this is just because I know both of them kind of influence you. Mm. Johnny Cash or Elvis? Ooh, Johnny Cash all fucking I mean, day. Yeah, but my dog's name's Elvis, bro. <laughs> um, so Elvis is a way better singer than Johnny Cash. Let's put that's you know Elvis could sing, mm -hmm. but Johnny could play and write. And yeah, he's more outlaw. I, Way I mean, more I, truth to his music. To yeah, me. I'd have to say. Yeah, you wouldn't see Johnny Cash and like acting in a bunch of movies no. and stuff too. He was kind of like, if he's not performing or writing or in the studio, he's at home drinking and like being like a cowboy. Plus, Elvis is into fucking fourteen-year-olds. So. Yeah, which I've been seeing lately. And I'm like, bro, man, what the fuck you? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'm going cash all day. Yeah, cash for sure. But you know, but my dog is named Elvis, just because you named your dog Johnny. People be like, after what? <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, cash for sure. <laughs> well, guys, I appreciate you coming on, man. I can't wait to watch your video. 
Um, go check their shit out on any of the streaming services, Adventures with Vultures. Um, anything else you wanted to uh, promote real quick before we wrap? Any uh, social media tags, anything like that? Um, I will say, yeah, the video just did drop. At five thirty, so I mean, we're, we're gonna me and Rami, who directed it by the way, you know, is, get on YouTube right yeah, now. Yeah, we're gonna be posting. Right it, we're this. gonna be posting the <laughs> shit out of this, and you're gonna know about it more if you're not tuned in right now. Um, but another big thing is, I have a headlining show at the Blind Pig. Nice, April thirteenth, uh, with Giacomo and a band called Lovers from Jackson. Two, since we were talking about you know International Women's Day, uh, both the f- front women. Of the f- opening bands are women and nice. they're bad right. ass. Absolutely, that's awesome. And uh, and then I'm gonna go up there and be a hillbilly and <laughs> party <laughs> with them after. But you know the show's gonna be kick ass. And we, I think we sold like phew, close to 300 tickets last time we played Blind Pig. Nice. Yes. I'm gonna have to get on that. So then. if we're gonna like, we'd like to. I mean, it's, it's been a year and a half now and things have been moving. Let's pack this out. Have a good night. If you haven't seen us yet, come. You know. It's hard to promote bands. Like I could talk to I'm blue in the face to you and say, my band's good, come see me live. you got to come see these local bands live because maybe you're going to be like, holy shit, dude, I That's just like... make that money too. It's fun. It's fun. This is fun. I know the kid. I, I work with them or I drink with them or I'm... Fr- you know, Come see us live. Buy our t-shirts. And then when you decide you want to write a book, I'll be the first one to buy the hard copy. Absolutely. Fuckers. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, yeah, April 13th, man. Thanks, oh, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. And without any further ado, I'm going to close the show with In Your Eyes by Bad, Bad, Not Good featuring Charlotte Day Wilson, who also is like one of my favorite female singers. I can't wait for her to put more of her own shit out. And here that is. See you guys next week. Thank you.